other single men. Glancing at the four other men at the table, he could understand why they were single, and not just because there was a shortage of women out west, or in the Midwest. So tell me, Jacob, how come a man your age never got married? Caleb figured the man had to be close to sixty. The gruff beard, worn cowboy hat, and the fact that he kept spitting tobacco and downing whiskey didn't make him look like too much of a prize. Perhaps getting his goat would get him riled up enough to get overconfident and he'd slip up. Nothing wrong with having a little fun and taking home some money tonight. Reckon cards was the only thing you could get your grubby little hands on. Don't you worry about what I got my hands on, young feller, Jacob said. I buried one wife and I'm about to bury Mary another. You're a widower? Caleb couldn't hide his surprise. Yep. And you're getting married again? Jacob nodded. You gonna play or keep asking me questions all night? Caleb called, not wanting to seem overly anxious. He needed another club, which he got as they were dealt their last card. It took everything within him not to smile and give away his good hand. He forced a frown, hoping to mislead his opponents. Jacob took the bait, adding his money to the center pot. He also tossed in a stack of letters and snickered. I'll raise and I'll even toss in my bride-to-be. All in, Caleb said, anxiously pushing the rest of his money to the center of the table. He smiled. What do you mean you'll toss in your bride-to-be? Too rich for my blood. The man next to him folded, tossing down his cards. It means I plan on winning. But if any of you varmints win the pot, you get my mail-order bride as well. Caleb's eyes widened. Wait a minute, I didn't sign up for no wife. Jacob smiled and reached for the pot. Then it looks like you're folding. Not that you'd have won anyway. Caleb's hands came down on top of Jacob's. Hold it, old-timer. I ain't said nothing about folding. The old man looked him in the eye for several moments before nodding and drawing his hand away from the pot. There were only three hands that could beat Caleb's full house. A straight flush, four of a kind, or another full house with higher cards. The odds were in his favor. Tossing his money into the center of the table with the rest, Caleb said, What do you have? Grungy teeth surfaced when Jacob smiled. I got a flush ace high. A long, steady breath slowly escaped Caleb's lungs in a sigh of relief. He hadn't realized he'd been holding his breath. Even though he knew he should never gamble more than he could afford to lose, he'd been willing to risk a little more tonight to settle the restlessness within his soul. Caleb knew his lips had formed that lopsided grin his brothers always said would get him in trouble, because Jacob's smile faded and his fist balled up as Caleb laid down his cards. Full house, queens over tens, partner. Caleb scooped his winnings closer and began sorting the money. It was a favorable night. He did well. Double or nothing, Jacob ground out between clenched teeth. Sorry, old man. Time to get out while the getting was good. Caleb stuffed his winnings into his pocket. He glanced at Jacob and held up the letters the man had added to the pot. Besides, you don't seem to have anything left to bet. Caleb was about to toss the letters to Jacob, more than happy to let him keep his fiancée, but before he had the chance to speak, a red-headed spitfire wearing a light green dress came crashing into the saloon, bellowing out the man's name. She was closer to Caleb's age, definitely younger than Caleb expected, and certainly a lot prettier than the type of woman he would have expected Jacob to be able to snag. 
Jacob Thomas Sinclair, what in tarnation do you think you're doing in the devil's playhouse? She had her hands planted firmly on her hips, cornering him with a pointed look. It was too hard to resist chuckling at Jacob, cowering beneath her angry glare. Do you find something amusing? She flashed her volatile eyes toward Caleb. Like the fact that on the eve of my wedding, my so-called fiancé is gambling away all of his money, and I'll likely have to take in laundry if I hope to eat the rest of this month. Heat rose to his cheeks and his throat constricted, just like he'd eaten hot chili peppers. He tried to swallow so he could respond, but his mouth was drier than the desert. He wasn't giving her back the money he'd won, but if what she said was true, he'd make sure to give Matthew money to take food over to them. The preacher would make sure no one knew it was him. Ma always said giving should be done in secret, like the Bible said. Then you'd get your reward in heaven.